Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, tarot, astrology, uh, spirituality, Reiki, anything in that realm. And today we have um, several guests. We have Thomas Moonigle and we also have Dan back. Um, and they're going to join us for this, uh, I guess, a roundtable, we're going to call it. So this is our first time doing a like large group podcast episode, and I'm really looking forward to it. So going into it, I guess uh, I wanted to ask you guys if you had any thoughts on um, like some of the energies and the things surrounding what's currently happening. Because you're here, I hear a lot of stuff on the internet, a lot of different people with different opinions about x y and z so i just wanted to hear what you guys thought (laughs) (laughs) uh, um i've been very vocal for the past few weeks (laughs) (laughs) i've actually made a lot of people mad and uh my friend list keeps getting shorter on facebook so (laughs) oh well you don't need those people anyway that's right (laughs) so i've become several memes in the process and the past month, which is kind of fun. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. What are they saying? Like, what do you mean? Well, one of them was uh, love and light is not are not condoms, uh, was one of my things that I said. It just popped oh. out. So, and what I, mean, what I mean by that is, like, there's just so much pressure for people to feel good again, right? Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I get it because we're so bombarded with like depressing information and there's a lot of fear and grief and that people just want to bypass all that and go back to like, let's be on top of the world and create our future. And I'm like, okay, um, that's where the whole like love and light are not condoms. It's like, you should, just don't put that on and everything's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be with this where you are and it's very uncomfortable and for me I keep getting told every time I try to reach out and like get guidance I keep getting told to wait just wait mm-hmm. so which is really frustrating because like an ego Montoya I hate waiting so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I keep on getting like 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 just acceptance and stay and present like just accept the situation right now and just stay present and just go day to day yeah everything feels like it's on pause like like this chunk of time like doesn't count like it just is like a pause (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy we're just like stuck in this like weird space yeah it's like we flipped to a different dimension and we're just stuck here (laughs) yeah 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 definitely i mean i think that a lot of people are probably working through things right now like for some reason like i know for me i've been going like up and down and i think that um there's like healing going on like certain things i thought i worked through have been like coming up again and I feel like I'm on the up and up now, <laughs> so fingers crossed. Uh, but I mean, I feel like I have all of these like tools at hand that are helping me like use that energy to heal and come out better um, in the end. I mean, I hear a lot of people online talking about like the whole dark night of the soul thing. I don't know what you guys feel about that or <laughs> like. It's kind of a long night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I do like know we've had people on Twitter talk to us about their dreams. Um, so do you guys think there's any significance to what's going on in the dream space right now? Oh, geez. 
I, I've been having some weird dreams, and it was especially a weird whenever that, you know, remember that nightmare with that guy knocking on the door, and then <laughs> a dream with a guy knocking on the door, and then I had a dream with a guy knocking on the door, and then I talked to Thomas about it, and he yeah. clued me in on what that could be. What did you call it again? I don't remember. <laughs> been so, like, there's been, like, so, it feels like a year since last week, uh -huh. um, just from the amount of emotion because I don't know about you, I'm not usually so emotional all the freaking time. So it's just like so much emotional processing. But, you know, I've had nightmares and when I say nightmares, people think, oh, you're being chased or there's a monster. I'm like, that's not the kind of nightmares that I usually have. Um, it's more like something sets me off emotionally or keys into one of the things that really I'm afraid of, which is more mundane things, because I'm not generally being chased by wild animals or monsters. And if I am being chased by monsters, usually I just go, Rawr! and they run the other way, you know, because yeah. I'm scarier than monsters. But, you know, little, you know, the things that scare me are pretty mundane are, you know, like not being able to uh, take care of myself or take, you know, or having someone I love just like completely write me off mm -hmm. and like a dream like that will will set me in a dark much darker space than if I'm like you know their typical like nightmare or night terror but I feel like since it's so emotional right now and we're dealing with so much uncertainty we're processing heavily while we're sleeping mm -hmm. and sometimes you wake up and it's just like I don't feel like I've even rested oh yeah so oh, that's what I was going to say, is that I have not remembered a single dream pretty much at all since probably, I don't know, what, March? I can't remember. Like, since, like, the beginning of this pandemic situation. And every night I go to sleep, I don't feel like I'm sleeping at all. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get up in the morning and I'm like, okay, it's just, like, the time's just bleeding together. Yeah, it's like the sleep, the sleep space you get in and the dreams you get in are, like, exhausting, too. Like, there's, like, no rest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, the dreams that I'm remembering are, like, the ones that are, like, the nightmare I had with the guy banging his head against the door. You know, that type of stuff. And I usually am a lucid dreamer. Like, no, lately, that's, like, not been the case, except for, like, that one horrible nightmare <laughs> that Dan and I both shared. That was scary. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, dream symbolism? Do you think... There are things that, like, people should be recording their dreams right now. Um, I get. I mean, it's always. I feel like it's a a good thing to have a record of dreams because a lot of times you'll find out, you know, when you go back later and you reading and you'll just see like the big correlations that were going on in your life that you didn't even know that you knew, but you're dreaming about these things. Like, I've never been. I've had dreams that, you know, predict future events. They, they used to happen in school. I would, like, dream up the test questions oh, wow. ahead of time and study those. So oh, <laughs> that, was useful. <laughs> that was useful. But, I mean, as as I got older, it was more, like, dreams were showing me, like, what was going on behind the scenes, like, emotionally. So I'd, I would dream about this person that was really kind of bad that was in my life. And they were doing stuff in the dreams that was just very blatantly aggressive. Mm -hmm. But like in my waking life, it was all kind of really hidden behind, you know, subtle. And, but like my dreams were telling me this person is bad. 
Mm. Um, so I've, I've, I think it's, it's fuzzier now because we're all dealing with so much heaviness um, on a daily basis. And then if, I mean, we're separated and so we get online, we get online and then we're bombarded even more by the um, just, I, I don't know what you want to call it, the wealth of conspiracy theories and reports oh my god yeah (laughs) i'm in front of like five or six people in the last two days over that i was just like (laughs) and it's and people say well you you don't believe in any conspiracies i do believe in the conspiracies of money so if you're looking for like a real hard conspiracy it's not hard it's just like who is making money uh, and who's not making money and why are they pushing to do something so that they can make money? Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, it's it's not hard to see those things. Like, oh, this is making money over here. This isn't, you know, that's money in control. That Those are the two big things. So vast, intricate conspiracy theories that involved uh, reptilians and Nazis on the moon just don't interest me. Uh, <laughs> You think I'm making those things up, but I'm not. I've seen seen people who post those things. Oh, gosh. You know, in times like these, it's there's like this void of not knowing. So it leaves the space open for anything and any kind of crazy ideas. And also, like, right now, I feel like a lot of people are trying to get like hits and stuff off of the trending hashtags like, you know, COVID-19 and um, so I think that stuff might be coming from that. They're just like, if I say this crazy thing, it'll get me a lot of views. <laughs> yeah. If it fits their narrative, they'll push it too. Mm-hmm. Like with the whole pandemic thing, those people like actually believe that that's like going on. So they'll push it and push it and push it, whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to look at the sites, like where, who, where's the credit? There's no credit. So how can you pr- say that this is true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, like, um, someone who's, like, a healer, Thomas, have you had people reach out to you for help right now in regards to, like, their emotional states and stuff like that? Have you... Yes. Been- yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> and and my big thing is, like, God, I hope I have it together today so I can, you know, be present for this person because <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not having a great day either. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do this, but you know, it's it's not me again. Yeah, you know, I always have to remind myself, hey, I'm not the one doing the heavy lifting here. So, mm-hmm. uh, as long as I can just set space and be with a the person, then that's usually enough. So, I think we're all just, I think we're all having trouble processing this emotionally, and um, there is, you know, a void of leadership. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that void of leader, you have this, you know, pushing of all these crazy ideas and people will latch on to anything um, because it makes them feel safer. So, you know, that's because people don't like uncertainty. And um, not only is there uncertainty, but a lot of people's identity is tied to their routine and their professions and a lot of them aren't being able to do that right now mm-hmm. so it's also you're you're like who am i you know what am i doing you know what day is it mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I noticed um, something interesting about like on social media and stuff and like with friends, it seems like a lot more people are reaching out to the metaphysical like community. I'm noticing it. I don't know if you guys have noticed that at all. Definitely an influx of people posting in their stories with all kinds of metaphysical stuff. It's like yeah. some people are listening and awakening and sharing and in this trying time, you know? I, I feel like it's always in moments of uncertainty that people start to reach out to other like other sources to try to figure out like to find grounding you know mm-hmm. it's like obviously this normal structure doesn't work so it's like we need a new path <laughs> yeah like thomas said with the whole like so many people being grounded in like what they do what their day-to-day thing is and not having that a lot of people fill up in the air and they are looking for grounding mm-hmm. i i feel that way because I've, I've had a lot of like you already know you guys know like a lot of shakeups and I feel that way. Like, I feel like I thought I knew like what I wanted and stuff. And now I'm like actually facing some truths that I would not have faced if this would be normal life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Thomas, when you said this stuff about career, that first two weeks that we were in isolation, I literally had the thought come to my mind that like, who am I if I can't be like a hairdresser? Like I get up and go to work like every day and I work hard and it's like, what else? And then there was, like, this space that freed up for me to, like, fill with other things than just that. Mm -hmm. And so, in that sense, it was, it's been kind of nice. (laughs) Yeah. I really considered, like, you know, I might not go back to what I was doing, at least not as much as I was beforehand. Because I was, I was even before this going, you know, some of this is just not working for me you know, teaching and all. And I was just like, this is just not working for me. It's not meeting my needs. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge output of my energy. Because I used to, I tell people like, I'm not an extrovert. I just play one on TV. (laughs) Because, but to get in, stand in front of like in a gym and like teach a whole class of people, that's like a huge effort for me to, first of all, project my voice because I have an inside voice. (laughs) And... (laughs) You know, uh, I didn't inherit my mother's, uh, she does not have an inside voice because she's like half Sicilian. So um, <laughs> she's, everything is at full volume always. <laughs> but um, I, I just go back and I look, I'm like, you know, what is it that I really want out of the structure of my life? Um, and um, I was just, you know, going through a routine and it was, you know, taking just about everything I had just to keep up that routine. And yet when it was on, there was like that first week I did nothing. I had no energy and I was depressed because I was spending too much time on social media and I was looking through the newsfeed and the newsfeed is bad. Mm -hmm. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> the news feed is very, very bad because it just, you scroll and you just see more and more. And so you're getting hit again and again and again because it's, even if it's the same article that you've already seen, you, you take another emotional hit from it every time you see it in the news feed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I started live streaming and doing more, putting content out because while I'm doing that, I'm not scrolling through my news feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So we're trying to turn the computer off during the day and do other things, do my workouts, do, you know, my meditations, do my journey work, do, you know, writing. 
um, or this week I've been doing a lot of clay work. So all of those things to manage that, does it make me any more informed to scroll through that newsfeed five times during the day? Not really. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I took certain apps off my phone <laughs> because of it. We, we started creating more content too, I noticed, and kind of made us refocus how we want our business to be. Hey guys, we just want to take a second to let you know where you can find us at. You can listen to our podcast on all major podcasting networks like Stitcher, iTunes, and more. You can also follow us on Instagram at Edda Arlene, on Twitter at edpro underscore pgh, on Pinterest at Edda Arlene, on Tumblr at Edda Arlene, and you can go to our website to subscribe for some Reiki. Thanks for listening. Oh dear. Well, that's like why, I don't know, like it's important to stay like in the moment and like now. That's what I'm like learning, especially like currently. Um, that I can control like what's going on with myself in this very moment to an extent but like other than that you know like trying to predict like how tomorrow is going to be and x y and z yeah it's not I don't know I guess there's also there's some like freedom in relinquishing that and just kind of like releasing the need to have this certain outcome or what have you so that's what's it's hard i mean because you know they're like wait be in the moment i'm like but i don't like this moment mm-hmm. yeah yeah all there is is this moment i know <laughs> yeah. you know it's like great way to like this is like being in the moment elite class training right we have no choice but it's also nice to have like this big chunk of time to read books and I've been learning how to bake and working with my crystals more and checking in on all that kind of stuff it's nice to have all this extra time to do that yeah I might have to like put them crystals on my chakras and like actually like do a major healing after this call I really feel rustic oh I feel horrible right now (laughs) horrible i i'm sorry this i'm not on my a game right now it's been like this it's been it's been up and down up and down like i'll have like one week where i'm really 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 good like things are really good and then i'll end up like the next week going through a bunch of like subconscious thoughts you know programming coming forward and like all these weird memories and stuff and we're now we're at the full moon you know full moon energy so all this stuff's coming to light and i'm like processing all these emotions and feelings and trying to work through stuff and it's different, like day to day, week to week, and it's a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm at, I'm at the downswing part where I am not my normal happy self. Um, well, let's see. So what I'm seeing for you is kind of the grandmother spirits, or be would be the most helpful for you right now. Uh, it's almost like they want to peel off kind of like a layer from the outside. Uh, so the moon might intensify things, but actually the moon right now would be a good guardian spirit for you. So bring that, that energy in. You know, what I see is kind of like shadow coming off of you. But as it falls down, it forms like roots to bring you into the earth. So there's so much focusing on shadow and darkness as 
sort of a negative thing. Um, and it can be uh, when we don't balance and work with that. But that darkness is also very comforting and can be healing. So I see that kind of moving up the spine now, coming out the top of the head. There's this big tree motif going on, so. All right, say try that on for size, see how you like it. Wow. I feel like a lot lighter. Do you have any guidance for me? Like what, what do you think like I should do to try to like, I don't know, like should I try to face that darkness more or? Uh, allow it to flow and allow it to root you. That's because that's what I was seeing. It was like the shadows were like being peeled off of you, but they were like going down from your legs and becoming like roots going into the earth, mm -hmm. um, taking you deeper. So that's what I say, you know, shadow is not bad. You know, light can burn. So light is not always the answer either. Um, so... It, and you know this whole idea like the i was seeing the moon overhead coming through because the moon is a grandmother spirit too you know yeah so yes there was like a physical grandma but there was like a whole circle of grandmothers so this was coming through it's like the grandmother energy was like woof, surrounding you is what i wanted to wow so now if you ask me to do that same thing at a different time it won't happen because it, it was for the moment <laughs> Wow, that's Thank really you. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there may be some emotional emotion flowing from that. So that's okay. And sometimes, you know, during healing, it doesn't always feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, because we're like, it's sort of like, if you're cleaning out like a cut or a wound, it's not comfortable when you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes afterwards they'll start to, you know, peace. But that when you said I feel lighter, that's like, okay, that's my indication that yes, okay, we did, we got somewhere because. It's, yeah, because I could feel like when you're seeing your spine, I could feel it and I could feel like the crown, like I could feel that, like I could feel it branching out, like I could feel like the, the lightness coming through, like my back still feels like icy. It's interesting. So cool. Wow. Good deal. Healing <laughs> <laughs> crisis. Good, good last, deal. Last time we didn't even do this. Uh, we, we spent like, like two and a half hours and we didn't do a single thing like that. Oh, it's been very challenging yeah. with a lot of stuff. And then like, like, like there's been a lot of stuff that has happened like back to back to back to back. And it's like challenging trying to deal with all that. Usually it's like one thing at a time, like one thing. And then six months later, one thing. But now it's like, okay, next week's going to be this. Next week's this. Bam, you know? bam, bam. There's never a chance to really like, well, actually there is time. Like there's actually time for you actually to face these problems and to face this emotion and to not push it down. Like we have nothing, like we have time. Like we're all working from home and stuff. Like we do have time. And I think that's why like I'm dealing with that right now. Like I'm dealing with like, I do have all this time compared to what I used to have so that I'm actually bringing up all this stuff like dealing with all these issues that I've pushed down for so long and like some of these moments that have been happening have been triggering like old past emotions to come forward and it's just been a lot recently 
Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. I feel like just on a societal level, um, that's where we've been. We've pushed everything down in the background because we don't have time for emotions. We don't have time to like deal with our feelings because we have to be productive because there's like this insane drumbeat of productivity that we have. We're not spending every moment being productive or working on ourselves or, you know, doing something then, you know, we're being lazy or wasting our lives or, you know, and everything we do has to be earning something or earning money or, you know, sometimes I made tie dye cause I freaking could. And I was like, I'm gonna make some tie dye, you know, one week. And that was my big thing that week. That was the only thing I did that week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, life is not just about, you know, producing, 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 because, you know, so much of what we produce is just disposed of very shortly thereafter. Um, and even I'm looking at, like, my sketch, like, how many people can I reasonably see in a week and give good service to them uh, and still have enough of me to show up for my life? Mm-hmm. you know and not just you know that but you know with me and teaching and stuff like how much can I do to and still like take care of me yeah. and take care of my loved ones because I feel like right now we're really being told focus on focus on yourself and focus on your people mm-hmm. the people around you um and before this like really hit I was like because I checked in and this was like, is there anything we could do to shift this? Because I'm like, oh, I'm all about that, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, no, <laughs> this is happening. Make your peace with it. Uh, see to your people. That was kind of the message. See to your people. Wow. I mean, cause, I mean, you do a lot. So I can see how you would feel like, because you're a teacher and then you're mm-hmm. also doing healings. And you know, work. So you're working with the public. Plus, you are a writer because you're still working on your second book. Um, yeah, the one that's currently kicking my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus, you're an artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was working there today too. Which, and that's the funny thing is that I finally, finally gotten back to my artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, it only took a global pandemic. Right. I mean, it's crazy that it took that that much to get me down into my studio to make me work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm working there and I'm, you know, I was working in there today and I was singing along to my music, which I haven't sang. And I don't know how long. And mm-hmm. uh, probably the best thing for me is to have my hands doing something, creating. But, um, you know, I think we've been in a space, you know, it's been the I'm glad there's one thing I am glad to see go around social media is that we don't want to go back to normal normal was not working Mm -hmm. and I feel like that message is really starting to penetrate in a level and to more people in a way that it hadn't before like many people like well yeah we could do a little bit better people are like no actually you know what we had wasn't really working (laughs) for almost anybody so you know, at the same time, people were like, oh, yes, it's going to usher in a golden age and mm-hmm. all things are going to be wonderful and light. I'm like, uh, not without some hard work, it's not, not without dedication, not without demanding that that be the case. Yeah. As, 
because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I mean, it's happening already. There's this demand to get to reopen the economy, to get put people back into work because while they're not working, they're not making money for people. Yeah. And that just can't happen. Right. So there's this idea that we have to choose between people dying or the economy. And it's like, that's a stupid choice. Yeah. It's extremely stupid. And it's, it doesn't matter. That's why I don't understand. Like, I guess another thing too, like that's messing me up really bad. It's like, why are we putting this made up currency over the lives of others? And the, like, where, where's the humanity? Yeah. Like, why are we having these workers at these grocery stores and like Amazon drivers and so on and so forth, not even having the proper gear to protect themselves just so that we can have what we need? Like, when's enough enough? How much money do you need? Like, why can't these people at least just shut down for a month so we can all like have some sense of normalcy after? Why? Yeah. Why are we pushing it? You know? I mean, I've, I've seen on social media a lot of, like, people wanting to, like, sacrifice. Like, you can sacrifice yourself for the economy. Right. <laughs> That's why I tune out of, like, the news stuff because I, I've seen so much stupid, like, misinformation. And, like, we've – there's literally in America, like, senators and governors and stuff going on these news networks saying, like, asking all these workers to go back into the workforce and sacrifice themselves – for the economy yeah. why why because it's it's this this structure that we're in yeah the big wigs don't care yeah right. but when's enough enough like how much is the big wig at mcdonald's making you know an hour <laughs> you know well, or I, amazon I mean, like those people nothing's ever enough the reason is is because they feel like if they continue to grow and continue to have more money, they can control whatever situation they get into. And so it's this fear of losing control. And guess what, folks? If you think you're in control, you're not in control. Mm-hmm. You're just not. You never will be no matter how much you have. Um, someday you're going to die. And no matter how much money you have, you're going to die. Um you can probably stave it off better than somebody who's, you know, making poverty wages for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a number and eventually your number comes up. But yeah. as long as they can have this illusion of that they can control a situation by accruing more, they're going to do that because that helps soothe their fears. So mm-hmm. we're all trying to soothe their fears. Welcome, you know, welcome to capitalism. Yeah, I mean, and there's nothing, I I am not, you know, I'm not opposed to people making profit. I don't want to say, you know, that that's bad. Because you need to be able to to meet your needs and follow, and, and, you know, also not just have your basic needs, but, you know, have enough to pursue a couple dreams. Yeah. Um, And contribute back. And so to do that, you need to profit. But, you know, you don't profit off of the blood and tears of other people. Um, yes. If your profit requires blood sacrifice, which is what is going on, it is this blatant blood sacrifice. Oh my gosh. It's blatant, and it's uh, tears and worry and the fear. That got me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's like right in the forefront. You think blood yeah. sacrifice? Oh. They're killing a goat on a table? No. <laughs> no. 
plain sight every day, blood sacrifice. Plain blood sacrifice. Oh, my God. Now you see why I've been made into memes, folks. Because oh, I was just God. saying. <laughs> that was like, boom. I know. I felt that when you said yeah. that. I was like, oh. It's true. All three of us were like. Honestly, honestly, is it any different than how it always has been? Not really. <laughs> blind. We're just blinded to it and like dumbed down to it. You know, they're not like killing somebody in the street now. Yeah. You're killing yourself for them thinking that you're going to get a little bit of the cheese or whatever. See, Dan, it always goes back to that lake moment. It always oh. goes back. <laughs> Thomas doesn't know about the lake. I don't know about the lake. Oh my God. One year, every year we go up to um, the Here. one great lake, yeah, and we float in it for hours upon hours. And the one day Dan and I lost <laughs> time completely and got uh, roasted. <laughs> it, all started, it all started with me looking at it and I said, isn't it nice to be out here and not connected to like any of the phones or like, <laughs> no, like none of the stuff that's going on on land? Then we started talking about like pharmaceutical and a no meat diet. And we just, it just went on and on and on. And we covered like everything <laughs> In the entire world. We were like way out in the middle of the lake. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The weird thing is, is like on on a weird level, I also feel like we're closer to that Star Trek future than we've ever been, where like everybody's needs are met. Yeah. And but at the same time, we're also closer to like the Mad Max, like apocalyptic future than we've ever been. So it's sort of like, where are we going to like, so people, all these people are saying, oh, it's, we're, we're going to be, everything's going to be better and wonderful. I'm like, usually these are people with good health care mm -hmm. uh, from their spouse. Who <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> subscribe to a particular type of spirituality, which is... Uh, you know, very much just everything is love and light, you know, hearts, rainbows and candy canes and stuff like that. And there's no dark anywhere. And I'm like, OK, I'm sorry. You know, you work in the shamanic field long enough. You are going to meet darkness, like real darkness, like scary darkness, not, not just your. And, and, you know, that's not to scare people. I'm like it's part of life, you know, this whole idea of you know that yeah death is there it's real it's part of the whole cycle you know this animal eats this animal and that's how you knew it but you know but there's also life in between that and it's part of that balance uh and to you know to just negate half of that and negate other experiences like i've had uplifting messages come from spirit about this whole thing i haven't put them out there publicly because it feels like it would be negating someone's personal suffering in a time when they really just need to feel the depth of what they've lost mm -hmm. and is not comforting to hear someone saying oh this is all going to go for the good no that doesn't help them at all they just lost somebody they loved you say stuff like that all the time like if you're going through it you don't want to hear yes like like if you're if you're struggling you don't want to you're not receptive to that idea necessarily because you like I don't know, like, like for me, like when I'm in deep despair, like it's like, how can I believe what you're saying when I really, to my core, like at that moment, I can't, you know? Right. And like, I we've been through crap. Like I've, I know what it's like to have lose people. We all do. And it, people try to be nice and they try to like say kind words, but nothing is gonna 
no words that you say to somebody is going to make them feel better. Like they have to process those emotions and feel to heal. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing you said about the shadow being comforting, I thought that was kind of interesting, Thomas. I mean, the shadow has contains our fear as well. And, you know, we're told, no, nah, don't, don't fear. Don't, don't slip into fear vibration. I'm like, well, fear vibration was originally designed to keep you alive. Mm -hmm. like to get you out of danger, to keep you alert. And, you know, it's also, like I said, same type of people, rich people who have health, who have really great health care, telling all these other people, don't be afraid. It's all good. I'm like, tell that to the person who's making poverty wages with absolute crap health care, who can't take sick time mm -hmm. and tell them, don't, don't stay in that vibration of fear. You'll, you'll make yourself sick. Well, they are in a dangerous situation and um it's all of us that have put them there i mean so we have to like society after this is to say you know we're all saying oh you're such heroes and like that's great and all how about we fight for like their needs being met like mm -hmm. when we're ab actually able to assemble <laughs> without danger to everybody we should like assemble on their behalf and demand change yeah and that's how we get to that golden age mm -hmm. is by fighting for people who we don't know mm -hmm. and for you know stuff that we may already have you know people yeah. think it's like mm -hmm. instead of fighting like i'm not privileged why not say hey i would like to extend my privilege mm -hmm. yeah uh to everybody so that everyone gets treated in a sane way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think too, like, like us fighting for each other, like that's what's gonna take yeah. us into the golden age. I keep feeling like this pandemic is proving that we are all interconnected because we're all suffering. Most part, I mean, not everybody, I guess, is suffering, but everybody's feeling this impact collectively across the globe. So it's like, if you ever needed proof that you should look out for your, you know, you know, this person you don't know, like that's it right here. Like right now, like what, what's happening is like proof of it all. Um, so I don't know. And then I think of like, you know, like a healing crisis, um, you know, you're saying like, it's not all light and love. There is a healing crisis whenever you go through, you go through it. You don't just like bounce into that, like better state. So. Yeah. <laughs> would that be nice though yeah just like bam, bam. oh i'm healed great all my issues just dropped away <laughs> that was the case but it's not yeah i mean i think it's also like everybody struggles in their in their own way too mm -hmm. and like i thought which is like why i think too like i thought like i was had everything figured out and like i was like good and then you're faced with some of these situations like we never expected to occur and you're like actually dealing dealing with things and you're seeing like like i said like, like we have all this time like i'm actually dealing with crap that i've been pushing off like what is my identity what do i really want to do with my time like i should i go back to the normal structure of my life you know like what do i want my future to be mm-hmm yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking that. I mean, well, oh, all of us just said that. <laughs> like, yeah. Dan, you're like, we all have, and none of us live a very traditional life, so I can't imagine what, you know, Susie, 
Susie who works in, you know, New York City on Wall Street's feeling right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all have chose a very unconventional lifestyle and I'm still like <laughs> like what the fuck am I doing? Like like, like what, what what is what is time? Like what is what is this? Like like I don't have it figured out. Like what is this? I'm not normal and it's just like I couldn't do normal. No. To save my life. I mean, seriously, I've tried. That's probably why Susie on Wall Street's freaking out and wants the economy open because she wants normal back. That's all she knows. Just in general, like, like, like these businesses and stuff who are trying to push to reopen. Like, I understand. Like, we we all we all own businesses. Yeah. And we all would like to make more money and like get back to normal in certain aspect, but you we can't sacrifice the safety of others to do that. Yeah. And you have these people who are like, why won't these schools open in, you know, I don't know, the mall. Like, why won't Hollister fucking open? Like, <laughs> jeans, okay? I feel like it, 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 it's exposing, like, the haves and have-nots. And, like, people who, like, are selfish and the people who care more on, a, like, a global scale. You know what I mean? Like, it's clear who's on what side of what throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Selfish people are so loud. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's like a temper tantrum. It is. So. Which is why I've been very vocal. And, like, people are like, I saw your cast. Man, you were angry, weren't you? I'm like, hell yeah, I was angry. I need to get <laughs> on. Like, yeah, I need to get on here and get to the- Yeah. I think, well, I... I, like the one where I'm like shaking, I think was on a Facebook live, and it was just like, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to go on uh, blackout mode. Did yeah. <laughs> I, I, I explain it to you, Thomas? Before we're going church here. No blackout mode. What's that? Um, that blackout like- modes is when I literally cut off communication with like all, like any type of social media, like people. And I just do me for an extended period of time until I'm me again. Oh, yeah. I've done that this, this during this before. Like, I did one week like that. I was just like, and, like, it drove some of my family crazy. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're trying to get a hold of me. And I'm like, I don't have it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, saying that to everybody, like, I haven't talked to anybody this way. <laughs> no, literally. Literally. Cause I, <laughs> that's one thing. It's like, the older I get and the more I'm into mindfulness, like, the more I notice my toxic, like, habits and my emotions and feelings and I know when to retreat I know when to step away and to start trying to heal or start trying to deal with shit and that's something that I've I've done like for years now and this quarantine I have not been had a chance to do that yet because every day it's something new wait till after your crystal reading (laughs) yeah (laughs) after that after that I'm tapping out no one's gonna see me for who knows how long (laughs) I need to like put out like a big huge flag into, or like a, a spotlight in the sky with the with the moon and the eagle. Just lets them know. Yep, he's he's gone. It's on blackout. Hearts and calm and rainbows and all things. I mean, I am those things, but I'm also like burn this motherfucker down, kind of. Yeah. At at times too, and you know. I'm one of those people, I don't burn bridges, I napalm those suckers. I mean, (laughs) no, I mean, it's, you know, it's weird, you know, 
this people are like, oh, you're supposed to be all spiritual and calm and peaceful. And I was like, I think you're forgetting something. And they're like, what's that? It's like Jesus like turned over tables and chased people out of the temple with a whip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I totally get that now. <laughs> well, I think too, like we're all human and we're having a human experience and we're here to learn lessons and that would encompass like all of the human emotions so ignoring your anger or your like sadness doesn't allow for you to like heal and learn what you need to learn and i don't know it's like that's key i'm the queen of of pushing things down and like miss like redirecting my energy to Mm -hmm. something else like i'm queen of that i'm queen of like turning my sadness into just pure anger and being mad at like me you 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 or something like 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 something or if i'm in an uncomfortable situation like it's like all of that gets collected in like a bucket you know and then like the pandemic was just like for like everybody and it's like okay you have to deal with all this right now because there's nothing else to do (laughs) yeah Literally, you can't use all your band aids and your little things to make you feel better, and all your little confirmations and stuff to make yourself feel better. It's like, no, you got to deal with it for real. Yep, <laughs> can't go out to the movies and be distracted, can't go shopping and get distracted. Exactly. There's a social pressure to like project ahead and project forward mm. instead of just being present. Really, they do not want you to be present because mm. if you're present, you may come to realize things that are very inconvenient. For the social program mm. like on the other side of that fear of like the what ifs like on the other side like what would happen if everybody said no we don't want to return back to the way society was what <laughs> happens? Eat the rich. let's see the, the thing is, is we've, been, we've been indoctrinated our entire lives to follow a structure and if we're not following that structure which is to constantly progress and move forward and acquire more we don't feel valued or important you know, and, and as much as, as progress is needed and change is needed, so many people will fall directly back into that programming that, and unfortunately, the reality is, is that not enough people are awake in 2020 for that to actually happen right now. Mm-hmm. Does it really matter that much? Do we have to be in an office every day? Like, we don't. And the world's still turning. Right. Yeah. Um, I saw some of the online school options and they look amazing and they still are interactive and people get to uh, work together in in team environments. I had a virtual meeting with my doctor. She was sitting on her couch at home. Her hair looked a mess. You know, we uh, we can change the way the world works. (laughs) You know, it doesn't have to be the same old thing. Yeah, I mean, it's making us question things and kind of shattering some of the illusions we had. Okay, so now it's time for Reiki. As usual, at the end of every podcast, we like to send our listeners some distant Reiki. Uh, We advise that you do not drive or operate any vehicles during this mini Reiki session because Reiki sometimes can make you sleepy. So for this session, all you have to do is sit back, relax, and be open to receiving the energies. We like our clients to meditate, but you don't have to. You'll still get the Reiki energy. Um, The music will change, and when the music stops, the Reiki session has ended. Thanks for listening. Bye.